Welcome to the podcast entitled Beyond the B-Plane. This is your host, Angel Rose Sandoval, also known as the B-Plane Girl. Let's get into it. On the 30th of November, 2010, I went to sleep, and I think it was about 10, 30, 11. And, oh, the old familiar feeling of just being attacked. I just knew something was trying to really get my attention. I'm just lying there and something is just like flicking at me and just dying to just steal me out of body really fast. And I was just saying things like, oh, thank God, you know, he's, he's put up. Let's just hope he stays there. Oh God, what if they let him go again? Like, what if he got away with it? So here I am having all these doubts, just having this feeling like he just might be out again. And yeah, I was I was hearing my voice, my words, what they thought that I was going to say next. Like, he got away with it. And I knew it was him. I did not go to work at all last night. And I was really upset. I had spent the whole six, seven hours of sleep with this evil human being. When I seen him in my bed in the other world... It was dark. I saw his pregnant wife. She's normally like on the top of the bunk. But she kind of came down too. And when I seen him, he said something like, I got out or some crap. And I said, why? I mean, I, I didn't tell. I said, what were you in for? And he was about to tell me. And he also stated that he was packing his stuff because he had to go back. Like, he may have to go back. Or he was supposed to go back. So I don't know why they let him go and, and why they're going to collect him again. I don't know if this is going to be some sort of trial. Like, maybe they hold him in custody until he's proven innocent. And so now he's, like, grabbing his final, like, personal things to go and survive and live in this housing unit until then. Or if they're investigating it right now, and then they'll come and collect him. Like, I have no idea how this works. But for whatever reason, he came back home and boasted in my face. And he had to pick some stuff and put pack it. And she, she said something like, you got everything? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I gotta I got get a few more things. So, I don't know. I don't know if he had an escort or what. But I kind of felt like there was some other entity in the room. And so here I am trying to play this thing cool because I know if I let him see how upset this made me, that it would make things worse. So now I'm playing with the idea of, let's find out what happened. But I was so, I was so anxious to know that I woke up and I thought, shit, he's about to tell me and I woke up. There's a strange thing about criminals and, and the con mind is that they love to brag about what they've gotten away with. Almost to the point where it is just stupid. And they get themselves in trouble. But they have to brag. I mean, what's the point of doing it if you can't brag about it? So, I'm looking at her and I'm just... Like, first off, I decide to just reminisce about me and him and about the happy days that we supposedly had. Which they were very much more like um, candy-coated situations that makes any sense you know when he came to visit me 
everything seemed okay. For the moment, it was always like everything I wanted to hear, I heard. He told me. And then somebody would come around and they were upset and some stuff was going on. And I had the hardest time trying to figure out what was going on. But anyways, he knew how to cover it up. So I was going back and I used to say, remember when we used to be here in my room and we used to hang out? And he even mentioned like the time he turned into a, a, a little plastic horse, which was kind of around the time when I saw his dark side. I'm like, oh, this is eerie. He turned into a toy horse. He just totally didn't want me to know that it was him, and it's it's dark, and it's just me and him, and it's kind of creepy. So she's just standing there, pregnant and all. And I don't know how we got on the subject of her and him, but basically, I also mentioned the times when we were together, like in an intimate manner, and he says, "Yeah, well, I just I just had sex with you right now." And so I thought, oh, God, and I had no clue. Apparently, like, he's been doing this. I know that he's been doing this. So somewhere in my sleep cycle, I was completely unaware that I'd been taken advantage of. And I was kind of shocked, but not really. I thought, wow, he just didn't let up. And so she's just looking at him, and I'm, like, looking at her, like, and you call this a relationship? And she says something like, he's a great dad. He's going to be a great father. And I just thought, wow, how deni- how much in denial is this person? She obviously has no self-esteem. This girl, this pregnant girl. Does that sound right? Or she has like her own plan. Like she's just going to like get away. When he gets in trouble, she's going to take the money and run. And she's, you know, got this baby now. And so everything's going to look like, oh, I'm just a mother. And I'm just taking care of my kid. And really, she's like... You know, it's somebody else's baby, and she's just total con. And I could tell she was just a little bit put off by the way that he was with me. Even though he's psycho, there's still that weird... There's still that weird place that I can reach within him. That weird connection. I don't know what it is, but there's just something in him that surrenders. I don't know. Anyway... Everyone knows that he's obsessed and she would be in denial to think otherwise, but I have a feeling she knows she's just kind of sort of twisting it all up and chalking it up to, oh, we're just, you know, we're just here to torture her because that's what he, that's what he tells her. But at the end of the day, we all know what's up. We all know why he's tormenting me. So I wake up again and then I end up back in the realm. And I'm like talking about all the, you know, more happy memories. And then like I kind of fade out. And then he's looking at her and they're making weird faces at each other. Like what the hell is she talking about? And, you know, I'm still thinking like, okay, just figure out the spot here. I'm just trying to figure out how to approach all this in an intellectual way. Because I know that first off, I mean, he's out and I know how abusive he is now that there's two staring at me while I'm sleeping, that's so scary that I just don't want to bring out that monster. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I keep him from getting so angry? And how do I keep her from attacking me or being the accomplice in what he does? You know, he tells her what to do and she'll just do it. Okay, so what I have to just say is I have to remember, here's what happened. I totally forgot to mention that before I knew that it was Yahoo, before I seen him, I felt like I was being drugged out to a show. Like people were putting their mics on and they were like 
you know, calling like how much time we had before the show was going to be, you know, was going to run live. And I felt like I heard a host's voice. And this is a, a really, really tough thing about being in the ethereal world is knowing like when you're being shown something and you're sort of in that spot, like it's hard to distinguish that it's really happening because it can put you in this time space and you really think like it's virtual reality and you really think that you're you're doing this and you're really over there and I just like all I could remember was just hearing this stuff and people talking crap and all I can remember saying out loud with my mind was I don't want to be a part of this stupid show I don't want to be a part of your stupid show and the next thing I know like I was being joined with the pregnant woman's mind she was on the computer and it seemed like she was watching that show so I don't know if she just like joined minds with me or if I was like actually being pulled somewhere into another realm but I want to say that maybe that was around the time that I was being taken advantage of anyways that's that's pretty much when I saw him and that's pretty much when he told me had just taken advantage of me so yeah I forgot that but anyway so I end up spending like the next five or six hours with them and I'm mainly in my bed and that's when I thought I saw something rolling around in the bed and I just remember telling him you know you can choke me to death I would just be staring at you feeling so sorry for you at the end I pity you I pity your soul and of course you know in one ear out the other all I can remember is just lying in my bed and he was just constantly checking up on me watching me like pray and she was around, and I felt like random men were coming in, in and out of the bathroom. And I really don't know, like, because I'm dreaming. But then every now and again, it's like I'm able to kind of wake into that realm, although very, very sleepy. I catch what's going on. It's so strange, the mindset of these sleep cycles. So I don't know what else was going on, but all I know is that I just remember seeing a neighborhood and I just remember thinking how creepy this neighborhood was, yet familiar. Like, I knew of this place. There were, like, five houses in a row, and they all looked different. It was a cul-de-sac. And I was thinking, are we at this place? So, anyways, somebody could have been taking over my mind, taking advantage of me again. Who knows? But all of a sudden, I'm in a parking lot with Yahoo. Like, we're in a car, and he's driving. And I just vaguely remember this parking lot and thinking where are we this is some kind of store it reminds me of a target and we pulled up and he says something like we have to get something and I felt like he said he had to get some kind of cleaner this boy is always getting cleaner and I have a feeling he's always trying to cover up evidence of some kind whatever he's doing so I just remember seeing a woman a female young female pulling up in a car and he was just zoned in on her like a hawk like a vulture I swear, there's something about these sick, perverse, psychopath killers. And once they look at you, they know within two seconds. It's so weird, but I'm starting to really read these sick-minded heathens. He just zoned in on her for like two seconds. And I could tell what he was thinking. Had she been out of the car, had she just been walking right in front of him, he would have approached her. Had I not been there, <laughs> you bet something would have happened and that's all I remember and I just decided <laughs> the weird thing is he brought up cafe was and I'm like what what's that have to do with anything and you know that's like a little club where I guess a nightclub where burlesquers dance and perform so I don't know what jargon he's talking but anyway I just felt that creepy vibe again and I thought to myself I do not want to be around this person ah, I need to wake up so I woke up I chose to wake up 
And yet again, I'm back there in this bed of mind. And what do you know? Somehow he's still there. And I'm standing next to the bunk. And I don't know what prompts me, but every now and again, I'll just have this magnificent idea to go psycho and do something. Express my psychotic behavior or my need to behave in a psychotic manner. And what I did was I saw the body of the sleeping pregnant woman he was supposedly married to or about to marry whatever his wife and I grabbed her really fast and I threw her down to the ground like meaning like hoping she would hit that ground and then I thought about the underground world and as soon as I threw her down she must have known like oh shit I'm going down and so instead of hitting the ethereal ground really hard she went through the ground into the underground world and I was really psyched. I was so happy. I'm like, kudos to me. Yeah, normally I'm not violent, but with everything that's been happening, with with everything that they've been allowing to happen to me, I'm at the point where this shit has to stop. And I've had enough. And I'm not just going to go on a rampant rampage and just start being in attack mode. But I do know that it, like a sleep cycle, it's just going to creep up on me. And I know that they have the upper hand because they're constantly there watching. But they walked into my life and they want to stay in my life. And I'll never understand this. But they really, really, really like to torture the shit out of me. Because if they were really smart, they would just take the money and run. That's what they would do. They would not stay here. But for whatever reason, he is staying here. They're supposed to leave, and I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm hoping that they do leave. They move to the East Coast, and I'm really, really hoping that he has to go back to prison. Even if he's gone for just two years, I'd be just so happy. And I'd only have to worry about dealing with the two babies' mamas, of course. So anyway, she comes back up, and she is, like, kind of butthurt. She's a little emotional about what just happened. And I'm just standing there thinking, do I hear someone whining about what just happened to them? And I tune it out. I totally just tune it out and I wake up. She's crying like, you did this to me, kind of a thing. Or, you threw me down. <laughs> Sob story. I'm pregnant. Really, and you just let a bunch of men come in and rape me. And you let your supposed wonderful devoted husband rape me beat me down you just stand there i mean there's no sisterhood there's no morals with any of these human beings why should i have any morals with them someone punches you like five times you turn the other cheek and they punch you like five more times eventually you're just gonna get the bright idea to just punch them back so now speeding up honestly i don't even really remember what ha what else happened but all i know is I was, i'm in my bed and i overhear a female's voice and she comes into the room and she says, can I, um, can I try something with her? I want to see something. I want to do something. So she wants to do something to me. And I act like I don't know what's going on. I just lie there because I'm just, I'm learning and I'm observing behaviors of souls constantly. And there he is and he's there teaching her like he's taught every other son of a bitch how to take advantage of a sleeping entity. And he says, he grabs my ankles right away because I'm sleeping on my back. And he's like, well, you got to spread her legs open. So now I'm thinking this girl wants to like do something sexually to me. So I'm like, what? This is interesting. This is a, hadn't happened in a while. You know, have a girl come and 
to my bed and try to seduce me. So it's like I imagine my eyelids are closed, but my eyelids are open. So I can see now what's going on. Not just only here, but I'm able to see. And she was blonde. She looked about no older than 19. She's like, can I, can I do it? And he's like, yeah. He's like, don't worry. She's not going to know that you live in. And then he names like where she lived, like 102 or 201 or something with the two and zero. So 201, whatever, apartment down the street across the way. And so I'm like, okay, that's where she lives. All right. And she's blonde. I know what she looks like. And so he says, so he's making this, he's mocking her and he's just like, wow, you're really scared. (laughs) You have nothing to be scared of. So he's like totally giving it away, like where she lives and all that. And she's like, okay, so she now she grabs this syringe with a needle. And that's when I was like, holy shit, this bitch is going to inject me with something or stab me with this needle. And I feel like she's going to stab me in my inner thigh or in my my most private areas. It it was like she was like going to that area. And I thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, what is this? And he was so going to allow her to do this. And somehow he realized that my eyes were open. So she's going down and I'm about to fucking kick this bitch. I'm about to do something. I'm about to just let her know that I'm awake. And he's like, oh, she's awake. She's awake. And I'm like, damn right I'm awake. And she flinches. She flinches. And she, and I said, I know where you live. And she runs. She just fucking runs scared here's a strange thing this is a little bit sick and twisted on my end but i figured you know what if i'm going to be brutally beaten down and raped what's the point what's the point of fighting so i and i've always had this deep dark connection with him i don't i don't even know why i discovered it was dark you know because that's what he is but before it was a real i thought love connection and he's extremely sexually charged and so I don't know if I'm feeling his feelings or if I'm having this old, these old feelings come out. But it was a mixture of feelings of having control over my own body, my ethereal self. I miss so much having control over who my partners are, what happens to me, what I do. So all of a sudden I felt turned on because I said, I'm going to take control. And so now... I realized that he's really turned on. And that's when I knew, like, I have him. I've got him. There's still something there. Again, yet again, I'm able to reach that spot within him to not become violent. And so now I made a comment like, well, I thought you were just going to, you know, do me really fast or whatever. And he says, yeah, well, I'm." and then now, like, we're getting ready. I'm taking off my ethereal underwear. And right when he's just about to insert, bam, I woke up. And I realized, why was I doing that? I mean, I thought I had some strange mixed feelings right before I woke up. You know, I'm playing with fire again. But I really, really missed having control over what happens to me, what I do. And just the thought of being able to keep him calm from being that frightening, scary monster. I felt good. I felt like I don't have to be afraid anymore. Why am I going to let any of this get to me? They win that way. But when I woke up, I realized how it definitely came across. Keeping the link between you and something that is so 
dangerous. Someone that is so obsessed that will never leave you alone. So yeah, I've got some mixed emotions about that. Anyways, I stayed awake. I had anxiety and I thought, fuck, it's like five o'clock in the morning and I hadn't returned to work. I mean, normally by like three or four, I return to work and I do some things. And so I work a few hours, but I think that he's been doing his shows so often, humiliating the crap out of me because that's, (laughs) that's what he cares about doing, bringing me down so that I feel like I'm worthless and I have no one to turn to. And he's like the one who's going to be that person in control. I just decided to stay up with anxiety. I just couldn't go back to sleep. I just had pure anxiety. And I said, I know these bastards are going to come around soon. And so sure enough, it was happening. Around seven, I decided to go in the living room because I thought, well, first off, I was in my bed and that's when I felt the rocking again. And I thought, oh no. And I was hearing male voices and I thought, I can't have this happen. I'm being taken advantage of. And so I stayed up tried to and I thought oh god I'm so tired I mean just I've been through a hell of a night with this I mean it's a nightmare to hang out with him really it's such a nightmare so I'm sitting up and I'm like stay awake if you have to just close your eyes but don't like don't become available in that other world and I was being taken advantage of I for the next two hours I was like so tired it kept nodding off waking up nodding off every time I felt a jolt every time I felt someone someone like moving me every time I felt like someone was showing me a picture and they started off showing me a show like a television show like credits and stuff and I thought oh this is bullshit it's fake I called it I'm like I know this is fake it's not real And then they were catching me in the bathroom, just day-to-day stuff, like my mom, like, consoling me, just holding me, like, you need to talk about anything, then we can, you know, just talk to me. Like, I'm going to be mean to my mom, like, I'm really going to rush that moment in my mind, I'm thinking that this is real. They had me. And then I went into the restroom, virtual reality, I'm being shown the restroom, like, I just took a shower, and my clothes are off, and I'm looking at my body, you know, it's just day-to-day stuff that we all do, and for some reason, I'm, like, really zoned in, and I'm, now I'm really thinking, like, is this real? This feels so weird, like, I'm dreaming, and that's when it hit me, and that's when I felt, like, that swinging motion, and that's when I, oh, they got me again, I woke up, so even though I'm sitting up, with my legs crossed, my pillow on me, and my head just tilted back. They still had me. And I just remember them showing my face. And I had such loud makeup on. And I don't know if they were just making a mockery of me or what, but this is what they're getting off to. Heavy eyeliner, almost like blue shadows, mattes, red, red rouge lips. Just like you would, you know, call a street hooker, pretty much. And that's what it was. And... I know that some people know that all these rumors are indeed just rumors. Some people know what I'm dealing with and they are very sorry. And some people, some people believe what they hear. But I gotta tell you, these men know what they're doing or else they wouldn't run. When I'm awake, they run away. They see that I'm angry and I'm chasing them out of the house. They just fucking bolt just like that chick. So I really feel like that girl in the basement that's just being tortured over and over again, just manipulated, raped, whatever, passed down like fucking, I don't know, like a fucking drink. I just don't understand what's so attractive about just banging a non-responsive chick. Totally non-responsive. That's not sex. That's complete rape. 
I don't care what anybody says. That is complete rape right there. So yeah, these people don't have morals. And all the stuff that he's saying, I know that he's never going to get enough of running his little programs and saying such things, horrible things about me, bringing me down. But I've decided, you know, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let him get to me anymore. There was a period of time where none of his stuff was getting to me. And I was fine. And he was the one who was crying. And ever since this pregnant bitch came along and they moved in, that's when shit was getting to me. So I know this stuff is happening in cycles, and I think what I'm going to do now is just not let it bother me. Yeah, in the past, they've taken everything. It's so strange. My ethereal material things <laughs> that I've collected from sets or shopping and whatnot, and they've, you know, sold things. They've taken the money. They've abused the crap out of me. I've been locked up in the room of the really, really poor apartment home and have been tortured seriously everything that you can imagine to a person has pretty much happened to me and um i guess what i'm saying is i can only come up from here i mean i've had the neighborhood kids try to trail along this idea of yahoos and it's like you serious school kids you're getting the school kids on me getting everything on tape and i mean there's only so much you can do before the public is like oh god i'm sick of this and it's not it's not new anymore i mean it's like once you have a sex tape go viral nobody cares no one gives a shit anymore. And in that world, after a while, I mean, nothing is shocking, you know? Nothing. So I guess what I've learned really fast, even though I'm frustrated and angry, that feeling is kind of dummying down. And I just feel like I'm on a different chapter. Or I guess spiritually, just I've learned something, even though I'm completely broken. And I can really use some healing. I know that it's not going to happen for a while. I just wanted people to know the truth, that's all. But now I understand that um, evil thrives. It's just what happens. It's just evil thrives. And at the end of the day, like I keep saying, I just have to stand up and just not let it affect me. I've gone through this for three years. I mean, really more, but with different people. Not to the point of this, though, but with this entity in particular, Yahoo. I'm pretty sure that I can make it. Somehow, I can make it. <laughs> yeah, at the end, I'm probably going to be pissed off at a couple of people. Just spiritually withdrawn and just spiritually confused the shit out of. But whatever, I guess I know. There's just certain things that people are willing to do to help another human being. And there's just certain things that maybe they're not able to do. I hope I never become a guide because I think that I will break some rules and I will be happily able to break those rules. I hope you've enjoyed this last episode of Beyond the B-Plane with yours truly, the B-Plane Girl. Thanks for listening. 